What's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big dog himself, Kevin Koala. Uh, Tim, can you give yourself more headroom, please? I can not. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's, that's how it's. A bunch of you guys do that, but eventually you go back up. Yeah, I don't know why it does that, though. It's bouncing on my butt, you know what I mean? Uh, of course, we're also joined by It's Christmas in August, Joey Noel. Oh, it's August now. I, I know. I had to change a month. Had to look at the calendar there. I was like, oh, shit. It's a mm-hmm. new month, new me. It's a whole thing. Uh, of course, this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Of course, you can get it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we will be right there for you. We just did a reaction to the Star Wars and or trailer that you guys should check out. If you guys weren't excited for that show, definitely watch this trailer. It uh, turned me the hell around from the least anticipated mm-hmm. Star Wars thing of the last couple of years to like, uh, is the thing we've been waiting for just the thing we didn't give a shit about? Because this looks Awesome, Kev. Just a little note for you. Absolutely no volume used for this show at all. That is a very different look, very different vibe. This might be might be the thing oh. for you here. Oh, check out the trailer then. Yeah, the trailer wowed the hell out of me. But go check it out, everybody. Um, you can get it here on the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, if you want to get the show ad-free and watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like our Patreon producers Fargo, Brady, and Molecule have done uh today we're brought to you by chime and me undies but i'll tell you all about that later for now i want to talk about a little movie called bullet train now we'd seen the trailer for this pop up i don't know probably a year ago at this point and it was one of those trailers that drop and catches the eye of the internet where all of a sudden it's like oh there's about to be something special with this movie or so we hope you know so we got excited for it and it finally has come out now this was a movie that got messed around with pandemic production schedules and all of that stuff and it's been a whole mess but it is finally hitting theaters this week we got to see an early screener of it joey noel yeah what did you think and what score would you give it on the kind of funny scale i so this is an interesting movie to talk about uh i liked it i think it's really fun I don't necessarily think it's good. (laughs) I think that's kind of where it falls for me. I'd probably give it a three out of five. For me, the way that I would describe it, I really liked Smoke and Aces when it came out like 15 years ago, probably at this point. It was like, it was a weird not Joey movie, but now that I've like seen more movies and watched things over the last 15 years, it's more (laughs) of a Joey movie. Um, it It is like really like more gory than I thought it was gonna be, just like kind of hyper violent. Uh, but it also feels like a sequel to Smoke and Aces on a train, but directed by some combination of Wes Anderson and like Edgar Wright or maybe Ryan Johnson. I'm still trying to like figure out what that other like special sauce is, um, which sounds weird and it is weird, but it kind of works. It's it's interesting. I had a ton of fun watching it. I never really knew what was going to happen. They throw a lot of random things at you. Some like fun surprise casting things pop up. Um, I had f- I had fun, but I don't necessarily think it's good. I think it's for a specific audience. I don't think it's like a... I don't know that I would recommend this to everybody, but I would give it a three out of five. Kevin Coelho. Uh, man, I'm right there with Joey. I think I would give it a three out of five as well. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of it but there were issues i had with the movie overall 
it was good, but like I wish Guy Ritchie or um, mm. what's the, uh, there was someone else that I was like, I wish someone else had edited because there was something about the pacing that didn't feel right to me. And it's crazy because like it had awesome movie uh, music throughout the movie. And it just like something about the pacing just didn't feel like it was hitting at the right moments. Um, it was a lot of fun. The cast was incredible. I feel like a lot of the story was like, like it telegraphed itself. Is that, is that the word right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it telegraphed itself a lot. So you kind of knew where things were going to go or like you're like, I bet this is going to happen. And then it did. But somehow it did in like a satisfying way where you were like, yeah, I knew that that was was going down. Um, So uh, I I, it's funny because like I feel like I've we me and Joey have been going to the movies a lot. And all of the movies that we've seen have been bangers where at the end of it, I'm like, what up? Like, I can't believe how much I loved X, Y and Z movie. And this is the first movie that is like broken that. Where at the end of it, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it was it was fun. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I am very far off from you guys. Where I want more than anything to give this a five out of five, but I can't putting my critical eye on this. I give it a four <laughs> out of five uh, because as much as I enjoyed it, and I truly would say go as far as saying I loved this movie, and this continues the streak of twenty twenty two is easily my favorite year of movies ever like there are just so many bangers whether it's from the expected to the surprises i will say the the weird thing for me is the mcu stuff is the one thing that has been kind of not uh hitting as high as i i wish it was in in 2022 so far not that i disliked any of them but more that every other movie has been absolutely just wowing me uh, the last time i saw that i didn't get to talk about on content was elvis uh and the other ones Ooh. everything everywhere all at once and uh yeah. top gun maverick you've heard me talk about many many times in addition <laughs> to a whole bunch of other things uh which now gets me really excited for the upcoming one uh the thirteen thousand years something like that the t- Yes, like that's the next one I got my eyes on where I'm like the Tilda Swinton, uh, Idris Elba one. I think I missed it. He's a genie. I'll send you a trailer when I see it on TikTok next time. It it looks awesome and I'm very hopeful for it because I think it's going to continue this this momentum for me. Um, I love this movie for a lot of the reasons it seems like Joey and Kev kind of found it okay. I like that it is not the same Edgar Wright style that we've seen so many times and so many people try to emulate. I like that this is very much uh, the energy of the director, uh, Leitch here, who we've seen before from the John Wick movies from Deadpool 2. This specifically is uh, the scene in Japan in Deadpool 2. I remember when we did our interview, we were like, I just want a movie, a whole movie of this scene. And that is exactly what this is. Just kind of turned up somehow even higher. I think it is absolute insanity. It's from beginning to end a Rune Goldberg machine of just violence and chaos and color. And to Kevin's point about um, the it all being telegraphed and all that, I think this movie favors payoff over anything. I think that that's kind of what what makes it stand out and unique, although feeling similar to things we've seen before with its use of like over glamorized violence set to unassuming music tracks and things like that. But what I really appreciated was uh, the boldness of this movie's editing and its willingness to kind of go against the traditional grain of cutting everything to the music and to the beat, to the action, but instead using kind of like 
flashbacks and like random shots of things that we've either seen before or are going to see later um, to kind of set the world up and just kind of keep this like Looney Tunes level of chaos at all points where we're seeing all the, the, the characters and weapons and items and plot points be put into place to cross over each other in this like ridiculous DNA helix as it goes on. Mm-hmm. It's, well, I was just gonna say it's interesting because there's also. Wait, hold on, let me make sure. It looks like my volume is low. Uh, it looks like, uh, sorry, there were a bunch of things that they also, like, set up that don't necessarily lead to anything, and I, I like that we had that, especially with like how much how many things led to something where there was like, oh, that's still happening over here, and then just nothing comes from it, like. It, like, weirdly, that somehow became satisfying, which seems like the opposite, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I, that's the thing. It's like, it's the payoff of our expectations. And I, I think that this movie, what it did wisely was not treat any reveal like it was a reveal. It treated it more like it was, uh, hey, guys, we're now delivering you what you expected. You're a smart little cookie. You figured it out. Yeah. And uh, that, that I th- think, was really fun. And that is, I think, to the credit of the design of this entire movie, which I think is really, besides the performances of the absolutely stacked cast that is just having a blast together, an absolute blast. Uh, but I you think, think that it's yeah, the cast I feel like we need to talk about. It's 10 out of 10. It is. It absolutely is. But the the, the where I get a little critical on this is that the 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 design is the standout to me besides the cast. But I do think the design is unfortunately where it does kind of get caught in its own chaos a little bit towards the near the end where this movie it does drag just a little bit where I, I love the ending and i love most of the uh i mean i love the entire beginning but there's just like a section in between crescendos of which there are approximately 17 in this movie mm-hmm. um <laughs> that i feel like it kind of gets caught in its own bullshit just a little too much that devalues the things around it where uh every action scene doesn't feel at like it's always upping the ante i feel like maybe the not so much the pacing, but the sequencing of the the action events, uh, if put in a different order, I think might have had a a cleaner kind of like uh, rise to the finale. Um, but honestly, th- th- that's really what I have to say critically about it, because uh, I agree with Joe. It's not for everybody, but. If you think it's for you, I think you're going to have a really good time with it. And yeah, it's a Joey's point. Is this like Shakespeare? No, it's not. Not what I say. This is a good movie. Yes. I don't know that I would say that it is like uh, a fantastically written whatever, but it has a lot of fun with the writing and with the kind of uh, story it's telling. Do you guys want to keep talking in non-spoilers or do you want to jump over to the, the spoiler side of things and really get into it? I think I'm good for spoilers. Kev Dog. I think I'm ready for spoilers, too. Oh, well, before we get to spoilers, then, let me tell you about our sponsors. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two days more to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank 
and AIM members FDIC early access to direct deposit funds depends on the payer. Have you heard about the legendary underwear brand that's taken the podcast world by storm? Famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes, MeUndies loves podcasts just as much as you do. It's like they're made for you and you're made for them. You're made for each other. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love my MeUndies because they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever had and because they have great patterns. As the king of Halloween, my candy corn pair never fails to make me smile. Everyone knows MeUndies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes, but did you know they also make other stuff? We're talking about durable, cushy socks that will make your feet sing. They even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life. Available in sizes XS to 4XL and tons of colors and prints, MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first-time purchasers can get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. All right, Joe. Spoil it up. Go for it. Um, I, I love the casting in this. I feel like we should kind of start there. I think the main cast is really fun. I didn't love the accents that we got necessarily from no, Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson and uh, Paperboy. I yeah. don't know what it is. Brian Tyree. Oh, Brian yeah. Tyree. Um, I feel like it was really hard to understand them, especially at the beginning of the movie. And I feel like I needed like some subtitling and stuff like that. Um, but the fact, the number of people that pop up as cameos, I think, in this movie are really fun. I did had no idea that Michael Shannon was in this. I don't think he was in the trailer at all yeah i think he had the mask on so we didn't yeah. see him i didn't um, know he was in it either channing tatum obviously really <laughs> random and fun sandra bullock also weird that this is the second movie with the two of them and brad pitt this year well random. so so a fun interesting thing here that i started realizing as this movie was going on uh and mm-hmm. i had heard uh rumblings of this before so i as we watch the movie there's a couple setups they have of like mystery characters you're like who's this who's it gonna be and it's like okay cool yeah. it's this cameo it's this cameo this cameo and it starts to make sense it's all people that the director has worked with like this is clearly a passion project that yeah they were just trying to like pull all the favors of get your famous friends uh together because um these are all all the actors in this are like related to different sony projects um that have been going on so think about it uh with um channing tatum and sandra bullock they were both recently in that sony movie that just happened the, the lost lost temple. lost lost temple right with bad bad bunny is about to be in oh, the uh the spider-man yeah. yeah the el muerto uh thing which well, from with everyone has said he got that role because of his because performance in this movie which is uh, i think bad bunny is really good and i wish we would have oh he's fantastic i love him I, I just don't think we and got then, enough of him yeah and then exactly. craven the hunter is aaron taylor johnson uh coming up early next year so it's like there's there's a lot of pretty much everybody in this was like related to these. And, you know, Brad Pitt was uh, Deadpool 2, right? For a second, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Like, so there's a lot of that kind of DNA, which I thought was uh, really cool. That is interesting. We were reading yesterday, too, that apparently Sandra Bullock was originally supposed to be Lady Gaga. Yeah. And the pandemic <laughs> messed that up. <laughs> she had to do House of Gucci. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Brad Pitt. Another fun accent in those movies, huh? Yeah. Brad Pitt said uh or the the stunt coordinator said Brad Pitt did 95% of his own stunts, which is fucking awesome to think about for this movie. His, That's like, wild. His attitude throughout like was just very enjoyable. Yeah. He yeah. has like such a charisma that I feel like just like 
is so present throughout the whole movie that really drives everything. And I can't imagine anybody but Brad Pitt being in this role. Like, I, I feel like there's very few people that could balance the like introspection that he has without making it like overly cheesy, but still being able to pull off all of these like crazy action scenes and stuff like that. Also, Zazzy Beats. Oh, Lo- yeah, <laughs> like, so that's another one. Yeah. So underutilized. It's crazy because they have the cast is so stellar that like i wanted everyone more you know what i mean and i feel yeah, like they did such joey a good king. job i don't know if i needed more joey king i thought she did great i thought i, thought I probably liked great. her more in this movie than i've liked we her in anything else but i don't truth, really joey. like her that much you don't like her very much because she shares the same name as you we found that out yesterday. there can only be one we have to fight exactly. to the death that's just i don't make the rules. joey are you trying to tell me that you didn't like her in what was that movie the Diesel kissing booth no. Oh, but. Ramona and Beezus. Ramona and Beezus. <laughs> no, I did not because I was a, such a big Ramona and Beezus book fan that I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing this movie knockoff bullshit. No, Nick tried to get me to, Nick really pushed the Kissing Booth movies after I introduced him to, to all the boys. He's like, I really think you guys, you're going to like this. Like, Dean, I really like these. And then I did not like the Kissing Booth movies. I haven't seen them. They're uh, not well. great. I just want to circle back really quick to the accents. Like, I just don't understand why the the twins had to have the accent. Like, they could have just been from America and, and just... Well, I guess... Is Aaron Taylor... whatever uh, Is he American or... I have no idea. Huh. No idea what he is. I, I would. I definitely am not with you guys. I thought the accents were great and added to it. I like that it, the over, like the worldliness of this entire thing of like all these different kind of nations on yeah. this train at the same time. I thought was a lot of fun. I'm always team yeah. subtitles. I wish every movie just had subtitles I at all saying, points. So I'm not against movie. that. But um, yeah, I, 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 I thought that the, the is, accents added to it, and I loved them specifically. He in their is characters. from England. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, but I felt like and I, it was I, a different. It was a weird accent. I thought I was fine with his accent. It was Brian, like Paperboy's accent. The like, I like legitimate, and like I feel like I'm very good at understanding accents, and I had a lot of trouble understanding what he was saying. Oh yeah, I'm everything kind of the that opposite. he said was fairly funny, because it was very much one note of like Thomas the, the, the tree, <laughs> Again, which I love. I came around yeah. on. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. Yeah. That one setup had like seven different payoffs, whether uh-huh. it was like calling the different people, the different characters or him controlling the train at the end, like all that shit. I was like, this is this is so great. And like, to, Kevin, again, to your point of um, the underutilization of characters, like I love that. I think the by the design of it, where we, the, we I like that we got the characters. They had their moment. They did their thing. I love that we get introduced to characters so late in the game, but it makes sense because of the things that we've had hints of like. The snake. It's like, what's the story with the snake? And when it's like, oh, Zazzy Beast is the one behind that. Like, loved that. Um, but I think that it, it allowed uh, kind of the playing with our expectations of Brian Tyree Henry's character, like seemingly dying, but then coming back. It's like all of that. I think was perfectly paced to. But where like it gave me the like oh I wanted more of him it's like oh you're yeah. giving me more of him thank yes, you he's back yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Tyree uh, Henry when he died and he gra- he's trying to say something to the girl and it was tell Tangerine he was right I got so excited I was like he's wearing the ve-. like I looked over at Paula I was like he put on the vest he's great and, like those payoff moments are so good. Uh, yeah, this is a really fun movie to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like we went out to 
dinner afterwards and just like being able to tie in the little hints that they sprinkle out throughout the movie with like the payoffs and stuff like that. I think I had a really fun time of being like, oh, that's what that was. And like tying all of that together in conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Go for it. Go. Oh, I was just gonna say to, to bring up another thing that was negative for me and like kind of hard for me to get over is there is a bunch of like immersion, like world breaking moments where like they're in a quiet, like, um, train where they're not supposed to be making noise and they're just having a full on fight and like a woman <laughs> keeps turning back and being like shh and they like stop and like pretend that they're like you know being friendly or they're having a fight in the cart uh and we saw it in the trailer where they're like like he throws the water uh, which is a great scene and like i a lot of with scenes the girl from the boys the yes uh, with the girl from the boys which i was like that's the hornet for sure and then I was really upset when it wasn't. And she just Aww. gets killed off screen. Um, Fukuhara. Yeah. Uh, like, it just, like, it felt like a real world. And then they had these moments where suddenly it wasn't a real world, where people would just ignore these giant fights. And that kind of threw me off. And I kind of wish there was, like, a little bit more attention to detail with those moments. Because, like, towards the end of the movie, everyone, like, all the tickets on the train get bought, and the train is just empty. Which is fine, but, like, why not do that, you know, two hours earlier in, like, the canon of the movie? I disagree so much where I'm, like, it does not feel like a real world at all. It feels like a cartoon world from the get-go of every, especially with the focus on fate and luck and all this stuff of, like, what they're trying to do. Where it's, like, this is just an insane story with a bunch (laughs) of characters that are not acting like real people. And so while I don't think that the the quiet room sh- things were like the funniest jokes, I don't think it was about the joke. I think it was more about the pacing of the fight choreography. And I appreciated that to kind of break up the breakneck speed of just go, 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 go with some of the fight scenes that like are just it hits a certain point where it is just noise. I like that those kind of allowed them to it wasn't just them sitting next to each other and pretending that they're friends while she was looking. It was getting them in a different setup to be able to like launch into a different move set of things. And I thought that that was a, it was a wise use of, again, the design of this whole thing of having the mm-hmm. purpose for get, having the action scenes have a little bit more weight to the motion and momentum of them. Uh, I think this movie is like really, it's very clear that the director also is a stunt performer actor. Oh yeah. With, <laughs> like you can tell that that was like a driving, like creative force in this movie of like how can we have the coolest stunt choreography how do we make each character seem different and like how do we really play it up i think it was really really cool it makes me want to go back and watch stuff like atomic blonde which i've Mm -hmm. kind of had on my list but haven't watched yet um because i think i've seen kind of everything else and the fact that like he worked on john wick is like not surprising to me obviously oh yeah the fact that like Obviously, the realism is very different in those movies, but yeah. it has like a lot of the same. Like, uh, what is it? it? I think it's probably John Wick Two, where it's the in the library where he like breaks the neck with the book. Oh yeah, God! That and it's so like, crazy. and they do that multiple times in this movie yeah. with like various apparatus and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a stunt movie. Like, that's like really Absolutely. what it is. It's yeah. an action comedy at the end of the day. But um, one thing that I loved was pretty early on, uh, there's like a, a, a the big group shot of the the elder when he was young, but you don't know that yet with all the people behind him. And I was like, oh my god, that is my boy Yoshi Sadarso from uh, he was a, a Power Ranger uh, many seasons ago at this point. But when we did the Power Rangers versus Voltron video for with Ismahawk, he was the dude that like led our choreography. He taught me how to do all the Power Ranger. Moves. 
move and shit. <laughs> and uh, he was the lead Voltron guy. So like we we like hung out all day and he was the coolest, nicest person ever. But he's a stunt guy. Like that's mm-hmm. like what he's known for. That's how he got his gig at on um, Power Rangers and all that as well. And he ends up being like a pretty like core person to this movie. And I'm like, good for fucking you. It was so cool seeing him. But I just love that it really is a stunt first thing, right? These these yeah. are like um, everyone there is like the top of their craft when it comes to uh, what this movie needs to be. And I feel like that was kind of like the sole goal. And in that respect, they nailed what they were going for. Yeah, I do really like the style of this movie. And I think the way that they do like the like freeze frame title cards on the characters when they get introduced and like the way that they introduce like uh, a lot of their like backstories and stuff like that is really, really fun. Um, Yeah, it is a movie that I feel like I'll probably end up watching again, which like normally I feel like with my like original score, I wouldn't necessarily do it, but it's fun. And I feel like it'll be a fun one to introduce, to watch in groups with the like other people. Um, Yeah. Like, especially if with either, well, I guess you don't usually use the like dynamic lighting in your theater. Do you, Tim? I don't, not, not normally, but for this movie, Kevin does. I feel like it would look really cool. It would look, I I love it. Like it might be too much, (laughs) but I'm, I'm willing to try it out with you guys. It'll work. It's, it's funny because like now when I watch movies, that's definitely a factor of like, Ooh, this is going to look good at home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I'm also going to rewatch that. Like I, one of the biggest compliments I can give it, it, like it knows how to poke fun of itself or like the genre that it's, you know, in, like the the you guys are talking about the title cards when we get the title card for the water bottle, like oh <laughs> uh, that I popped so hard for that moment. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a fun movie, but it's just it's missing that special sauce that pushes it over. Um, for me, the damn it, fuck, lost my train of thought there. Um, mm, your bullet train. Um, forget it. Yeah. Okay. Lost in the wind there. Lost in the wind. Um, but yeah, definitely I would I would recommend people watch this if it looks interesting to you at all. I do think this is one of those like fun surprise movies where it's like, no one would have ever thought to look forward to Bullet Train. And then it's like you see the trailer and you're like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Oh, now I remember what I was saying is uh the music I think is is like so core to the the heart of this movie. And what I really love is it's all original for this movie. Like there's a lot of um licensed tracks, but they're all remade custom for this with the with their own orchestra. Like I was looking at the credits and the entire orchestra was listed out, like every single instrument, every single position, and all of the songs were credited to that same orchestra. And I think that that really fits to what I I loved about the kind of consistency throughout this movie of its tone and its style, um, because the music is such a big part in like keeping everything moving. And they use songs that are so overplayed. They did they used holding out for a hero in this movie, which at this point in 2022, you better have a it scene works. that knocks our fucking socks off. Yeah. And somehow they did it. It was this, a beautiful so combination high. of earning every single moment to get there. But I kind of feel like holding out for a hero at this point is one of those songs that you only use when you're like you know what motherfuckers we earned this moment and we are gonna (laughs) wow people despite them being so desensitized to this epicness over time but it was such a damn moment man i loved it yeah even the fact that they use like sukiyaki which is like such a prominent like japanese song i was like i haven't i know that because like i remember going to like my great grandmother's like she played some sort of instrument that i don't remember now like (laughs) 
they got dressed up and it was a whole thing but i was like oh i it's fun to see it in like pop culture and like because i feel like it it's kind of like an older thing but um it's really fun like all of the covers and stuff that they did i feel like really like captured the tone including holding out for a hero yeah absolutely all right well everybody that's been our review of bullet train uh let us know in the comments below if you get a chance to see it or if you're interested in seeing it after this discussion or if not go check out the trailer and then come back here and leave a comment either way just engage with this content get us some of that engagement (laughs) you know what i mean help the algorithm hit that like button do some fun stuff uh but until next time i love you all goodbye